Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast. This show features the open-minded musings of two mid-40s curmudgeons, each who stare at the prospect of entertainment relevance. I'm your co-host, Bill Scurry, of something called American Caesar Enterprises, which, uh, Noah, as you well know, it's a local startup which starts things up. <laughs> Isn't it's that a local that startup. Yes, that does re-recordings of the Rolling Stones' 1981 hit song, <laughs> Start Me Up. Look, when you say startup, I don't know what that means, so that's what we're going to call yeah. ourselves. It's a st- We start yes. up. We're, we're, we're startup. I, I live in the Bay Area, folks, and I see it all the time. What do you do for a living? I'm startup tech. Like, it's just... Is that a, is that it's a like people who say my fa- my favorite genre of music is indie. I'm like, that's not a genre of music. <laughs> my favorite genre of music is sound. <laughs> yes. I like I like watching Netflix. I'm going to go home and watch Netflix. It's yeah. like saying I'm going to go home and eat microwave. What's your favorite food? Yeah. Oh, the ones that I eat at lunch, breakfast, and dinner. That's my yeah. favorite food. My favorite, my favorite food is lunch. Okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, we, we had taken a three-week break. It's my fault. Yes. Oh, oops. Oops. Uh-oh. That's on me, guys. That was a big whoopsie from Bill. No, it was the plan thing. Uh, this is this is an in between show because we have another oops. What's going on? What's your call it? Hey, get get out of the way! It's coming in the future too, so we're going to take another three weeks off after this. We're not going to come back until the end of October because I'm gallivanting around Asia again. I will be not the band, not the supergroup. As much as I wish it yes. was true, yes. Noah, man, if you could tell me as much as much as you wish you were sitting in with call 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 Carl Palmer, yes. John Wetton. Jeff, Jeff Downs, who am I forgetting? Who else is Steve? Um, Steve Howe. From oh, yes. Steve. Uh, Steve Howe from Yes, yeah. and then they they glommed on some other dudes. Anyway, that yeah. first Asia album is uh, is, is oh, dope. Oh, how about as the how about this? Say. Yeah, this is completely off topic, but I, it's worth sharing. Yeah. The, uh, so Asia broke up as soon as the album came out, and then they went on a tour instantly. The problem is, is that John Wetton was drinking too much. He was an alcoholic. So they, whoa, whoa, they, whoa! Slow down, slow down. They broke up, then they went on tour. Yes. So okay. This, what happened was is that, we just lost half our listeners. Uh, by no, the way. They're, they're into this. They're, they're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Asia, folks, Asia was a super group of musicians from other bands in the early '80s. They had a, hu- a huge album called Asia. Big hit was Heat of the Moment. So yeah. indulge us for a second. Only time ahead, will though. tell. Yeah. So only uh, time they, will tell. Yeah. Okay. They, the the label fired uh, Wetton because Wetton was he was drinking too much after they cut the album. So they went on tour, and the lead singer was actually Greg Lake. And the, oh, from from Emerson Lake and Palmer kids, the very one yeah. exactly from Salt yeah. Lake City. That that Greg Lake. Uh, so, <laughs> so <laughs> the lead singer was Salt Lake. So what happened was that they did a big gig. Like MTV booked them for a concert, Asia in Asia. They went to the Budokan Theater in Japan. And so the very first moment you're seeing Asia live, it's a different guy singing. It lasted about a month. John Wetton got into rehab, cleaned up, and then they continued on as, as regular. But that was always one of the – Asia's one of my favorite bands. I just That's a very weird yeah. origin story. That's anyway, fascinating, Bill. It is. It's very fascinating. So anyway, <laughs> the point of this, there is, I, do, I do like, I do like that first Asia album. Even that second Asia album's got some good tunes on it. Yes, I, I celebrate their whole catalog. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, so, I celebrate them. You must really like them, though, since your name is John Wetton. Yeah. So. My, my point is that uh, we are going to take another break after this. We'll come back uh, in time for November or thereabouts. Uh, so this is uh, like a palate cleanser, like a little bit of a sorbet between the, 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 the you know, the, the meals to essentially, you know. I, I, I love it. So, so the show is the bland palate cleanser. The real meat that people dig into is not hearing us for three weeks. Yeah, if you want to think of it that way. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, if you've to, forgotten, to get you ready for being free from us for three weeks, here's us. If you guys have forgotten what the uh, check, you know what the, the the point of the show, our tack, is that we uh, you know look at something that is buzzy and uh, you know that's happening. Uh, you know, we tr- we try to drill down into it and give it a fair shake and see whether it's something we understand. If we get where it lay inside the pop culture landscape, the larger media landscape, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I mean, the thing is, so much stuff over the last three weeks. It's too bad we weren't recording because the, the, we had the, the royal death when they killed. They smothered Queen Elizabeth with a pillow, <laughs> which is too bad. But it finally gave Prince Charles the. It's, uh, you it's, know. it's really it's really sad when they go young like that. Yeah, they, it's unexpected when it happens so quickly, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, stuff like that happened along the way, but you know, what, what, what the rip, the rope was slipping out of our hands. We decided to, to you know, grip it at the last minute. We saved it. We got this topic. We're doing the Adam Levine sext. What would you call it? A controversy? Would you call it a fracas? Uh, Adam it? Levine. The headline on Know Your Meme, which I thought summed it up, was Adam Levine cheating scandal. Okay, Adam Levine which cheating scandal. Which I, I think it. Scandal is overstating it's, it. But yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's I like mean, I, I, I would rather call this a fracas rather than a scandal. But yeah, it's, you know. it's, it's, it's up there with the president of the United States stealing nuclear documents and possibly is it selling them to a foreign power. You know, it's the same thing, really. So. so, if you guys have been following, man, it's like this was a competing debacle scandal with the the whole don't worry darling press cycle which i guess oh, peaked, there was that too we missed we should have done that it peaked yeah. about two weeks ago or so with the whole yeah. um yeah venice film festival thing anyway yeah that's 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 all of one you know maybe the, when the movie comes out maybe we'll take a look at it it's gonna be in a couple of weeks who knows yeah i mean just to be clear folks we don't always do scandals or celebrity controversy no, we, we rarely do, we them. do this yeah, week. we rarely do that's not like we've done a handful we've done a handful sure. yeah um you know this is not a severe left turn. What I do find interesting, Bill, is our last episode several weeks ago was about Serena Williams and her retirement. But Serena Williams had been around in the public eye for 20 years. Yes. And this is an interesting episode because Adam Levine's been in the public eye for going on that long. And not only that, we did an episode on Adam Levine five years ago. Yeah, we're double dipping, Just which I, I don't mind. On him as a person and his music and the, the whole... The whole Maroon 5, I don't mean that band specifically, but all the exciting things happening in popular music today. Yes, exactly. So Adam, the Adam Levine yeah. sex to scandal, as Noah uh, rightly called it, coined yes, the phrase you. originally. Cheating, cheating scandal. In yes. his Substack article, he called it the Adam Levine cheating yeah. scandal. Uh, this, this is a gossip controversy wherein the Maroon 5 singers had some texts leaked between him and a side piece, a woman named Sumner Stroh, who I believe is a California resident who does her business uh, by looking beautiful on Instagram. She is an IG model. IG model. Yeah. Not That's to be a con- job. Not to be it's confused- a job, kids. Not to be confused with IG-88, the robot bounty hunter from Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> That's different. That's different. Don't get them confused. <laughs> Didn't they bring that back in, in Mandalorian? Didn't they yeah. have an IG-88? Yeah, there was another, it was another like AG-70. It was some in the model. Yeah, it's great. Like great that. design. Great design. That was great. That. Yeah. That's, that's, you, yeah. You want something that does not look like a person. You really want... No. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, Adam Levine himself is a painted fool who was born on third base and acts as if he hit a triple. As I this wrote is my... literally what you said about him in our yes. episode five. Or so. Yeah, I, I'm copying and pasting my notes. <laughs> uh, you know him. He is the lead singer of this rock band, Maroon 5, born and raised in Los Angeles, California, inside a bubble of incalculable privilege and nepotism. Uh, he is married to a Victoria's Secret model named Biati Prinzlu, who I believe is from Namibia. Oh she... 
Namibia. She is, yeah, she is a a I would say a Caucasian woman. Um, I don't know if she what her race. I'm, I was surprised because I saw her and she just looks like the master she's, race. Yeah, she's not she's not dark skinned. No. I think that I, I, I don't know what her ethnicity is, but she's but not based on her last name, the phonic of her last name, it, I think it's like Afrikaans. So it's very much that sort of a lure. It's it's a made up name. Her real name is like is is you know is Kathy Jones or something. I, Hadassah Guberman, that's her real name. <laughs> Hadassah Guberman. <laughs> uh, so with, with Mildred Gershkowitz is her real name. With this woman, Beati Prince Lou, uh, he shares two children uh, and a third on the way. Uh, but Sumner Stroh, the the, uh, the the putative side piece, claims Levine hustled her into an affair whilst Prince Lou has been pregnant. Um, so so Stroh's... no, the affair was a year ago. So oh, okay, so. all right, all right. Sorry, that's a long pregnancy. It is. It is. By the way, this uh, yeah. Noah suggested a Wired article, which is pretty good. I read. A, I read yeah. a couple of. Um, yeah, you know, it, some of it get around the meat of the issues. Some of it get around the social comportment of people online, etc. Anyway, uh, so the thing is, she claims Levine hustled into an affair. She's a young person, you know, and it's like if if if, yeah. if, if a, a painted goblin like Adam Levine shows up with his yeah. shirtless self and says, "Hey, He's, you know." Do you want a piece of this? And you're probably going to say yes to it. I mean, that's just the... He, he's, he's got 20 years on her. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm guessing yeah. that this is not the first time he's uh, stepped out on his uh, Veronica's Closet uh, uh, lingerie model uh, wife. No, Ver- <laughs> Victoria's <laughs> Secret. Oh, not Veronica's the, Closet. Not the Veronica's Cur- Closet was a sitcom with Kirstie. Kirstie. <laughs> his, uh, uh, his, his Cheers model wife. So uh, one of Stroh's texts uh, from Levine, you know, that went online was, uh, "This is this is so weird. This is this is one of the things that everybody latched onto." He said, "Okay, well, so supposedly he said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. You okay with that?" Dead, all caps, serious. Uh, this is usually yeah, this is like standard side piece kind of stuff, you guys. So what what actually happened here was that Stroh's receipts as the kids call them, were actually hijacked by a friend. She was sharing them with friends, so they saw what... It, and one of the friends went rogue and decided to try to sell it to Tabs, to, I don't know, TMZ. I don't know who she was trying to get a deal with. So those blew up, and then she had to, essentially, this woman, Sumner Stroh, had to jump in the, in the front of it. She she tried to cowboy up, essentially, and explain what the deal was before it exploded in her face. And I guess it kind of... Well, I made that some poor choice of words, Noah. I don't want to... Talk about what's exploding somewhere, but... Uh... Oh, come on. And then subsequently, a comedian named Marika shows some of her own receipts. She's a comedian? Well, I, didn't, they... I didn't catch that she was a comedian. I thought That's she was they just call an her. Instagram person. Okay. She's an Instagram comedian. Now, this, this is where, you know, apparently this, this was a... Uh, that one was assumed to be a physical affair. Marika was a cheating DM hustle. Uh, yeah. th- this is where I was surprised. Now, this is where the just theme- just text to Marika, no physical yeah. contact is the implication. This is where the theme of holy fuck, holy fucking fuck, that body of yours is absurd originated because yes. that was the meme that I saw got the most traction over the last week. Or yes, so. it's apparently he texted her. Uh, I lost track of who he texted what, but some of the highlights were the baby sorry, naming thing, and then there was this this yeah. Okay, some of the highlights were the baby naming thing came first. I may need to see the booty. Fuck with 25 Ks. How are you such an hourglass? That body of yours is absurd. You are 50 times hotter in person, and so am I. Ha 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 ha. Wait, no, you're, and then just, appar- you're, just, you're just reading our chat history. What are you doing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, yes, the, the damning one was he says to Stro, nice, I need to rub one out 
Then while my head, oh no, this is a different one. Yeah, this is damning. <laughs> this isn't about the baby. No, sorry. Nice. See, this is, it's a he said, she said about the affair. Because, sorry, I'm jumping on you. Levine has issued an apology. He said it never got physical. He claims it never got physical. It was just text. It, it was wrong. I crossed a line. Uh, it was unfair to my wife. All I care about is my family. But the the text that I thought was damning was when he writes to Stroh, I believe, nice, I need to rub one out. Then my head will be clear. I often think about when you used to get me into that place where I literally would stare and drool and do whatever you told me. Delete this immediately, haha. Yeah, oh, that, that didn't happen. <laughs> so he claims it wasn't physical. She claimed it was physical. And then, of course, Marika and his yoga instructor, he texted all these women very, very flirty texts. People have been turning these into memes. So I may need to see the booty. People are like showing a, a screenshot and then a picture of a pirate, you know? Or, or, uh, or, th- or gritty or something like that. Yeah, great, right. Uh, the body of yours is absurd. So they, they put it next to someone saying, me, what I say when I eat all the bread at the Last Supper. Or a picture of a ripped, muscle-bound body with Jar Jar Binks's head. Or Danny DeVito from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, you know, that body of yours is absurd. Ha, 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 ha. So people are memeing it up, turning these into memes. And, you know, I, I, it's, it's amusing. But what people are glomming onto is Adam Levine cheated on his wife. Did he cheat on his wife? Is he lying? Is she lying? Who did what? Why? His apology, blah, blah, blah. Celebrity, celebrity, celebrity. Uh, have you noticed, I'm seeing this with someone, Adam Levine with his shirt off looks like a Chipotle bag. I have not seen that. That's interesting. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, I, I'm, anyway. hoping, I'm hoping that we could sort of like, you know, I, we're not we're not moral scolds. I mean, as much as we are in real life, we try not to be on the microphone. <laughs> yes. I think. As much as I am in, when, when I when I lead my revivalist church every Sunday <laughs> on, my, on my podcast, I you try keep, not You to keep be. a tent somewhere in the Bay Area? Exactly. Well, now that I travel, you know, so I'm traveling through Oklahoma and then Kansas and, you know, and then I'll get people to vote for William Jennings Bryan. Yeah, that's a good one. So yeah, uh, yeah Noah, I, I I'm really curious. Um, where do you where where you stand on this? But what do you make of the phenomenon of someone's <sighs> someone's horrible embarrassment becoming the the grist for you know goofy fun forty right, hours later? Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations. We have our eight billionth celebrity who cheated on his wife or betrayed his wife or messed around on his wife. Uh, and it's not even, as I said, it's not even proven he's cheated. Look, she she says he manipulated me. I was young a year ago. I didn't know L.A. yet. She was young. She's 23 now. So if this affair happened, or certainly the flirtation happened, she was 21 or 22. And the dude was 40, and he had been a celebrity for years. But she immediately shifts into just mocking him and saying Maroon 5 is like elevator music and all that. So I did like that. That's a pretty good charge. Right. And, you know... She was over 18. She didn't work for him. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, she's a boring person. He's a boring person. Uh, you know, he, and one thing that I find uninteresting here, but a lot of people have glommed onto, is his texts are really unoriginal. Um, you know, someone said, um, Don Caldwell editor-in-chief of Know Your Meme says, quote, it's like a teenage boy wrote the text, which makes them super memeable. And I get it. I, I see what he means, but they just really strike me as not very interesting. I, I, so I re-listened to our episode about Adam Levine five years ago. And one of my charges against him is that I find him to be a real shallow, basic guy. 
And an example I gave is I watched this video of supposedly Adam Levine's funniest moments on when he's hosting The Voice. And none of them were funny. None of them were jokes. It was just like him running up to Blake Shelton and hugging him. And like that passes for comedy in some people's minds. So to use a term the kids use, he strikes me as very basic. And these texts are very basic. Um, then there's also his, his apology. His apology was flat and cliche as well. So I get nothing out of that, even if he's being honest, which, you know, how much really is he being honest? I mean, this is damage control, right? Uh, he crossed a line. And then I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm quoting something from somewhere, I think from Wired. After Stroh's allegation on September 19, 2022, many social media users condemned Levine for seeming to cheat on his wife. That is nobody's business, okay? Uh, fine, he manipulated Stroh, but he didn't rape her. I don't think. She's not accusing him of that. And who knows about his marriage, his private life? Like, maybe she's okay with him texting women. Maybe she's okay with him sleeping with other women. This idea that, like you said, moral scolds, that people are going to come out there and evaluate without knowing Adam Levine, without knowing, I'm sorry, I forgot her name, his Namibian model wife. Beati Veronica's, The Veronica's closet you know, uh, showrunner who he's married to. Um, you don't know. It's none of your fucking business. Um, and the memes are okay. They're mildly amusing, but mildly amusing memes are a dime a dozen. So really, the thing I find most interesting in this whole phenomenon is five years ago when we talked about Adam Levine, I argued that he was a shallow, empty, flat, basic person. You argued that there were probably hidden depths to him. And I think yeah, this I proves that I was... I'm sorry I said that. Right. Jesus. God. Right. So I, I, this, this proves that I was right, you were wrong, uh, and that's the thing I find most interesting here. <laughs> Uh, it's funny. I, I thought that, uh, her, I actually kind of liked, I listened to the two, I'm going to put him in his drops in between segments, um, her, her TikTok where she kind of gave a two part response, you know, and like you say, she's got a flat affect. She's an IG 88 model. Um, you know, and so <laughs> she's not really on, on hold for her, um, her personality, I'm sure. However, I saw what she was trying to do, and I appreciated the language in which she used in that TikTok to kind of get a hold of this. And th there's a difference between someone who's issuing a lawyer sort of sculpted apology or, or media statement the way Adam Levine did, one would assume, that his PR person, his damage control person went over it. Uh, I don't, I'm sure that this woman, Sumner Stroh, definitely had some help, but her thing sounded more off the cuff. It sounded like the, the language was a lot more... There's a lot of I statements, for instance. Yeah, and yeah. she started talking about how disgusted she felt and how much remorse and how repulsed. Like she was in pretty she she was blaming herself first and foremost for she was and she was apologizing to Prinsloo. She was apologizing to the wife really? and kids. Yes. I didn't read that. Yeah, and that's Did the she, thing is that okay. she was saying, like, you know what, I don't want to be that person. That those aren't her morals, is that she doesn't want to be a home wrecker and she didn't want to step in the middle of this. And she goes, you know what? She knew she, again, I'm paraphrasing, that she knew when this was happening. What did she say? I use poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife. Oh no, that was uh, Levine's thing. That's what Levine said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, um, yeah, and so it's so it's like I really like the fact that she was kind of like she had a full register of what this was. Now again, that's the that's the heavy part. That's the dense part of this compared to the fun the fun mean part that you talked about. Um, and yeah, ultimately, it, somebody's life is of no concern to us. But then we are the, the parasocial horse has left the parasocial barn. Right. We it it is we already have picked a camp in the the. Um, 
Olivia Wilde versus Harry Styles versus um, you know all these all these various spats. I have no idea what's going on there. I know those people's names. That's it. But it's teams, and it's good guys and bad guys, and uh, it's it's more than just a matter of looking at um, you know Walter Winchell or Hedda Hopper gossip pages or something like that. <laughs> it, it, this is like really, it's a team of like everybody is. It's like you know, so it's everybody online looking at this movie. Uh, I'm talking about the 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 uh, don't worry, darling. And then them versus all the Harry Styles stands because he's he's the one guy left over that has this gigantic bulwark of fans that could quite literally make something successful just by pointing them at it. I mean Taylor Taylor Swift may have that too. Either way, we have our team set up, and you know the good guys and the bad guys. The narrative has been written. People are made to be something other than human. You know, it's it, it becomes almost like Greek myths at this point, whereas Adam... They're was... such boring people. We exactly. said about this with Taylor Swift. Yes. They're just not interesting people. You know why? Adam Levine is so boring. Yes. He's just that... some handsome fake rebel guy. And you know, we, he has been made into a constellation out of stars. They pointed to, to 12 stars. They circle around it very liberally and they say, hey, this is this is you know, on the, this is in the, the Zodiac now. It's, it's Levine. But can't we do this with interesting people for fuck's sake? There are a billion people on the streets of L.A. desperate to be famous. You can't find an interesting person out, out there? Like, I think the point is, is that the vast... Anyone who becomes famous today to a certain degree is going to be just a center line boring ass person there are gonna, not they, they gotta have the edges sanded down to you, appeal you know to all what we've talked about right. we've talked about lizzo yeah, we we've talked we haven't talked about right. um Nicki minaj but there are some really interesting people out there right and lizzo yes there they are we do talk about interesting but stars. but those, that's the acceptance yes. for the rule i think that the real well, formula is can can someone can netflix come in and give you notes on your personality and life while it's <laughs> in the writing stage and yeah, adam yeah. levine adam levine does nothing is nothing has yep. said nothing yep. has created nothing yeah. other than a his th- eternal reign was uh established when adam levine was only 22 yeah essentially i was having an affair with a man who's married to a victoria's secret model at the time you know i was young i was naive and i mean quite frankly i feel exploited i wasn't in the scene like i am now um so i was definitely very easily manipulated. Why is this what's being talked about? Why, when you suggested doing this, was it very easy to find find quite a few articles on the subject? Yeah, it's funny because some of these things I think we're going to have um, luck finding stuff no one cares about. And then this thing is a, is a unnecessary deluge. It is being killed, you know, like a flame, a napalm flamethrower against, a, you know, two or three mosquitoes inside your apartment. Uh, and it's amazing that this could drive so much bullshit. Um, whether it's the he said, she said nonsense, or if it's righteous indignation from people standing up for Beati Prince Lou. But I mean, let's let's look at it pretty simply, right? This this is a... Um, I saw the meme before I went and saw the story. So the meme came to me on Twitter first. It was diverting. And, and you know, I, I like some of the ones you're describing. Those those what I saw too, especially one about the communion Eucharist. I thought that was a pretty... Yeah, that, that was funny. Yeah, it's like, and that's... It didn't need to do any more than that. I liked it. It was like, I, what was that? Six days ago I saw that? Seven days ago, perhaps, on Twitter? Uh, you know, it came and went. That's fine. But, you know, the reality is, you know, you're still talking about every single day you get a, a, a drip drop Chinese water torture from the, the, the J6 committee results. You know, and you sort of wonder what the fuck is going to happen with that. You got droughts across the planet Earth. Two pairs of hurricanes. Well, actually, a pair of hurricanes, not two pairs of hurricanes. Two hurricanes, a pair. Striking Puerto Rico. The other one's like about to make landfall in Cuba and hit Florida. You know, there's that kind of thing. You still got Ukraine. 
on top of everything else, the threat of nuclear war. I don't need to pull out an itemized list. Thank you. An itemized list of all the things that people want to divert from their mind to. Ultimately, that is why this small ball bullshit, as Noah Tarno would call it, becomes elevated. You know, it's like it's like scrutinizing the tip of a pin because you don't want to look at the giant landscape behind you. You know, like you're you're just you're 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 focusing with a rack focus on this small little bit and thinking, well, this is is worth all this attention because we don't have to look at the rest of this stuff. And it's easy because it's Adam Levine. He's already a living meme. The guy's a fucking joke. And yeah, you know, we, we litigated the case against him five years ago and very little has yeah. changed other than the fact that uh, I take it back if I said he had depths to him. I, I Well, I was just trying to be polite. I don't know. What, was I looking for a record <laughs> deal? I, don't, I have no idea why I said that. Right, so you were looking at be the sixth Maroon Five. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And so, Are there five guys in that band? I don't even know. Uh, what is it? Like they said in uh, The Big Lebowski, you know, this was the, the Seattle Seven. That was me and six other guys. <laughs> but it, this uh, is the thing. Adam Levine is an entity which everyone could strike with equal satisfaction from nearly every angle. And, you know, I, I don't think that it loses... Um, like my friend John Bander says, all you got to do is get people to stop teasing people and being cruel... Because it brings everyone together, it gives them, it alloys them, it feels good, it's quick and simple, and it's mean. It's like you can't stop people from being shitty and teasing somebody, especially if everyone has a common target in mind. And it, look, he's up. You're yeah. shooting up at him. He's you're not shooting yeah. down. You're yeah, not that's punching right. Down. Adam Levine is not suffering. It's just, it's nothing, man. It's just a non-story to me. So tell me, tell me about um, why it's popular. Yeah, I mean the Wire article, which I thought really summed things up very well. There's a quote here. It's, the idea of prying into the apparent lustful thoughts of one of the world's best-known musicians is as controversial as it is relatable. Plus, people enjoy bringing down celebrities a peg or two, especially at times like this when their troubles can seem even more inconsequential. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tale as old as, not time, but certainly as old as leisure culture and celebrity culture, which is probably only 200 years old. Um, it's got all the basics that people like on a simplistic level, gossip, sex, uh, he's gorgeous. Although I saw a photo of him the other day. He's, I have to wonder if he has a drug problem. Like five years ago, I went, this man is a, go- a Greek god. And now he's looking a little, I mean, maybe it's age. He's, he's 43 now. He's you know? 43 this shit now. starts catching up with you. Yeah. By the way, you know, his, uh, whole, his whole persona, by the way, from like, you know, that was the reason why we kind of talked about it. His whole persona is Lothario. So when you like live yeah. by that sword, you die by that sword. That that is extra yeah. compelling. Or at least, right. like you well, said, uh, like you said to me, it it is something that like you, no one would not believe that this is could possibly be true. You know exactly. He he he. I mean, whether you think he's cute or not, he is society's textbook idea of cute. And these women are society's textbook idea of gorgeous. So I can see why Sumner Stroh and Behazli. Sorry, I don't remember her name. What's her name? Bosley. Just call her that. Tom Bosley. Tom Bosley. I mean, no one's sexier than Tom Bosley. Yeah. Father Dowling Mysteries. Yes. Glad rap holds. Um, you know, Fonzie. Sorry. But this is the Tom Bosley impersonation hour. Uh, you know, it's just very much, it's got all the ingredients, but it's just checking the boxes. It's not taking it to the next level. Now, the memes, again, are funny. And that, that Know Your Meme guy said, uh, it's like a teenage boy wrote this, right? He, he gave us good fodder for that. If these had been a little less wacky uh, texts he had sent, it wouldn't be as funny and people wouldn't be able to play with it as much. So that's why, you know, he gave us good material for the meme stuff. And look, people are always looking for a distraction. I'm not going to list all the reasons we're going to hell that you did, because we all know 
But, you know, it's reaching out for anything to, I don't want to say stick our heads in the sand, but, uh, you know, keep our minds occupied and, and get out of bed in the morning. My morals were unknowingly compromised. I was completely manipulated. I'm going to handle this privately. I never wanted to come forward because obviously I know the implications that come with doing what I do, making money the way I do, and being an Instagram model. Now we're turning out what I have liked it as a kid, or would you have liked it as a kid? No, I mean, I wasn't into gossip then. I'm not into gossip now. I think the only thing I was trying to imagine if I was 23 or 22, if I was Sumner Stroh's age, I probably, and, and while I still didn't find that look very attractive even then, I would probably feel more like, well, why are you with a, a, a shallow, stupid guy like Adam Levine? You should be with me, you know, that kind of, uh, be with me, I'm better than these guys. But even then I understood like, you got to be kidding yourself. You you are no Adam Levine on any level whatsoever. Other than the fact that, as I as I said many times, one of the few things I liked about him in our last episode is that he didn't change his last name Levine. He lets it he lets it all out there that he's Jewish, although he was not bar mitzvah. I did establish that. Oh man, Drake was bar mitzvah, but Adam Levine was not. Mm-hmm. I hear his uh, his bris is coming up soon, though. <laughs> That's gonna be when his when his. When no one cares about him anymore, that's going to be his publicity stunt. He's going to get a, a, another bris. Get two, get two inches chopped off at the end. Yeah. I think that I, in fact, would have tuned into this f- for one particular reason, Noah, that the the mighty has fallen uh, narrative is compelling, especially if, and again, this is like going back to the first episode we did five years ago, that, you know, Levine has got this inked up, uh, shirtless, slimy LA sleaze Lothario guy yeah. who who sings songs that they play in Starbucks on Starbucks speakers, you know, and <laughs> like everything about him, the fact that he just was you know was born into a white glove family in, in in Los Angeles and had you know the whole thing about who goes to California to make it big and then who was born in California inside the mansion inside the factory. And just essentially, you know, collects their gift bag from the front and goes about the business of being famous as they were born to do. I think that he just it's it's that he's the most like side of the pencil sketch, um, you know, police artist of what the famous guy is supposed to look like. Yes. He just yeah. he checks this off. That's what we're saying. He's basic. He's uninterested. Yeah. He's checking the boxes without anything beyond that. Exactly. I was right, you were wrong. He has no depth. He's got no depth. So that you know that the, the that part of it would definitely um, be the story for me. I think that the subtle meanderings of meme culture, granted, you know, it's it's the it's when you put the like the something like Adam Levine inside the shitpost cannon, where just people are firing off memes per second like a fucking wood chipper. I, you know, but some of that stuff is really good. Some of it's really clever. You know, and it's like it's aggregate. Where if you're just if you're looking at Twitter per hour, if you're looking at Insta and TikTok per hour. This stuff really stacks up into a gigantic heap, you know, and just after a while it becomes like white noise, I think. But the subtle meanderings of that kind of meme culture would have eluded me, you know, it just it would have been overwhelmed by the fact that I would just be too happy to watch this douchebag get kicked in the nuts. You know, and I would probably have the same in the in the in the end, I would probably have the same feeling as I do today, which is that. Much like DiCaprio and his 25-year-old girlfriend thing from a month or two ago. So, so gross. Ultimately, Adam Levine doesn't pay the price for this. DiCaprio doesn't pay the price for this. Everyone who's on social media goes and has a goof for a couple of days. And these guys go back to counting wads of thousands and, you know, buying buying a few more islands somewhere. 
I- I'm sorry, I'm going to nitpick there. Of course he doesn't pay the price. But this is what I'm saying. He didn't really do anything, or what he did was so, like, the smallest oh, crime. No, what, I, for what I mean is... People are going to lump him in with Harvey Weinstein and even Louis C.K. I, like, I don't mean like a, I don't mean like a legal thing or anything. What I'm saying, pay the price yeah. in terms of... This, oh, publicity? This stuff is... This but stuff even is, that, no, what? Yeah. I, I just don't think the sound is going to reach him to the point where it's going to matter. Maroon 5 will have an album not. come out or I don't know what the fuck. If, 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 if Woody Allen could keep making movies. I initially wanted to go in and talk about how remorseful I feel and how embarrassed and disgusted I am with myself, but I didn't want people to look at it and think like, oh, she's playing the victim. So Bill, is any of this a sign of the apocalypse? No, this is another steam valve just in in terms of people having a parasocial relationship and then using that shit with the intersection of meme culture and and social media, the grist and the grind and that, that shit, that wheel that turns all day long, every single, every single second of every single day. Uh, Like I said, the DiCaprio thing preceded this. It was almost along the same lines where it's like, boy, this looks really bad. Everyone's digging into the guy and they're turning his private life into a joke. Now, of course, with DiCaprio, there's no wife, there's no kids. It's just a parade of girlfriends who are all models who are half his age, which is a different thing. However, people drew parasocial lines for that, you know, the same way that they they have parasocial lines. We talked about um, uh, we talked about uh, the show on HBO with uh, Zendaya, you know, like people really buy into the lives of like Tom Holland and Zendaya to the point where they have opinions on this. And they pick size, and they, it's almost like Tom Holland. They think like, they know these people. Well, yeah, I mean, we talked about that with we talked about that with Free Britney as well. Yeah. The fact that these oh people yeah, yeah. Who that was, were never politically involved or suddenly caring about issues just because it's a Britney thing. That's yeah. a perfect example. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, no, I I don't think it's this is it's just jokes. It ultimately comes down to somebody's house, thousands of miles away from me. He's maybe he's fighting with his wife. Maybe he's got a copy of the Wall Street Journal, and he's wearing khakis and eating half a grapefruit. And maybe life is normal and all this didn't matter. Or maybe his wife is, is running around the house like uh, Tiger Woods' wife, smashing the Ford Explorer, smashing golf clubs over the car. I have no idea. And honestly, it doesn't matter. It's behind someone else's privet hedge. Is it a sign of the apocalypse? Absolutely not, because this just gets boiled down to a joke, um, you know, a, a, a joke scheme that lasts, uh, you know, one cycle. That's pretty much what this comes down to for me. Yeah, no, this is, I mean, you could say this is whistling past the graveyard, but we're always going to engage with entertainment. I mean, that's my job. So you can't really, to extent your job, you can't really criticize that. And it's so small and inconsequential that it can fit in with more more weighty concerns. Um it might actually be a good thing in that we're taking something boring and flat and uninteresting and pedestrian. And since the memes are clever and funny, you know, it's, it's making, it's making gold out of tin. That's a good one. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. yeah. One, one, one thing we haven't mentioned. Thank you. One text. Uh, he said, it's truly, I don't, to one of these women, it's truly unreal how fucking hot you are. Like it blows my mind. So people are screenshotting that with pictures like mozzarella sticks <laughs> And Goldilocks eating one of the bowls of porridge. Uh, I mean, that's funny. That's right. Look, you're LOLing, my friend. I, I, I um, laugh more at you saying it. I know it's not. Your oh, idea. okay. I just like you. I just yes, like I'm, the way because out of your mouth. You know? I'm the I'm the I'm the ultimate vessel of of meme culture. Yeah. 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 Uh, so this is not a sign of the apocalypse. I, I don't want to say it's it's anti-apocalypse, but you know it, it's. 
shows people have brains, can have brains when it comes to stuff that seems absolutely brainless at first blush. 24 hours later, and the Maroon 5 frontman is firing back at Sumner's claims in a statement of his own. Posting, quote, a lot is being said about me right now, and I want to clear the air. Let's uh, bring this to a close. We start talking about jealousy, our final segment. Uh, what do you think, if any part of this inspires jealousy? You know, I mean, I, maybe I'll separate it from the analine part in terms of my expectation of what you're going to say. And uh, so how does this register in that respect? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, of course, I'm jealous of Adam Levine. I wish I looked like him. I wish I were famous. I wish, you know, beautiful women were, you know, interested in me romantically more than on rare occasions, you know. Uh, and the fact that people care about him, even though I guess he might be a bit of a sleaze and, and the worst crime in my book, he's unoriginal, he's boring. So I'm jealous of that, you know. Um, in terms of the memes, I mean, yeah, I used to want to be a comedian, a funny guy. So like, oh, I should have thought of that. I should have gotten that out in the world. How come when I make my jokes, people don't care? But, you know, I, I, there, there's a million cases just like this in my life, in my history. And I am fortunately in a mental place where I think I'm healthy enough to just let this stuff slide off my back. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the comedy duck guy, guys. The things just slide off, the jokes that I wish I made just slide off my back. I'm a comedy duck. Is this mental place uh, the asylum with the big Indian chief and Brad Dourif and uh, Dana DeVito? It pretty much feels like that these days, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a good uh, That's one. my new apartment. By the way, folks, this is my first episode recording from my new apartment. Uh, I got an Indian chief in the corner. I got some big uh, piece of equipment that no one's tried to lift up. Louise Fletcher's um, there in the back. Ah, Louis, the late oh, Louise Fletcher. Louise Fletcher. Yeah. Side story. Do you know I once traded email with Ken Kesey? And uh, he apologized for writing back to me. He said something. I wish I'd say this. It was my early journalism career. He said, I'm sorry I didn't write you back. The words trailed off the page and out of my computer. That, yeah, that's very Keyesian. Pretty, pretty cool, right? Yeah. yeah it sounds Keyesian. 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 Bob Keyesian. It sounds Keesian. like a Captain Kangaroo. Bob Keyesian. It sounds like Captain Kangaroo, yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, as far as my register, yeah, I'm always I'm always jealous of this grease paint clown. Um, the money, the privilege, the renown. the, the yeah. it, Let's just say, for instance, let's just say that it's not Adam Levine. Let's just say archetypally we're talking about a man who is already rich beyond belief is is married to somebody that the rest of the you know the rest of the heterosexual world would consider to be a, a catch by any other means. Eh, of, I, I, not I, you, I, not you. I'm just saying. Beyond Prinsloo was venerated as such. My point is on the the basis of this is that Adam Levine has all of this stuff going for him, and it's still not enough. You know, there, there is again in terms of creating somebody in my head. Maybe I'm having my own paras, parasocial relationship. I'm creating this guy in my head who. Essentially, nothing is sacred for him. Um, you know, every, every rule is, is designed to be broken. Every gate is there to be trespassed against. And people exist only as solipsistic objects in his head to, to use and to cast aside as he would please. Whether it's, you know, a girl on Instagram who he just barely regards as human or his wife or, God forbid, his kids. You know, I'm sure they're going to be a sterling example. It, it, the jealousy is not going to come from the mean part of this. It's going to come from the fact that Adam Levine... Industry, Annabelle Enterprises is going to continue to chug along, uh, you know, with with gross earnings, uh, you know, quarter over quarter up from last year. 
And, you know, that, that kind of thing is really hard to wrap your head around to say. That's like, well, I, I'm glad he sleeps the sleep of the just because I'm sitting here furious at this guy, wishing I could hit him with a, with a pole <laughs> axe, you know. But, but uh, we got to feel that way about everyone if we're going to do that, right? Yeah, but not everybody. It's like, I don't feel that way about uh, Stephen Van Zandt, you know? Like, I don't sit there and think of all the privilege and all the good stuff Stephen Van Zandt has and then resent oh, him for having this lifetime of work and, and you He's know, a shit ton more interesting than Adam Levine. He man. certainly is. And that's oh why I don't, I don't got to sit him and say, oh, that, that dumb motherfucker, he pissed all through it and never paid the price for it anyway let's get to the let's get to the Gigiellinian Filonian he's the opposite of Jimmy Fallon he really is he's the anti-Jimmy Fallon it's like it's like the positive and negative parts of the it's not really even an axis anymore it's not a scale it's almost like a magnetic pole it's you know one side of the planet or another and all the filings just shuffle I have I have I have a theory what think about this so Gigi Allen died I'm gonna guess 1993 uh something like that so Gigi Allen, I, I once met a guy who was at the party where Gigi Allen died. Uh, it's a great story. Someone should make a movie about Gigi Allen. Gigi Allen died in 1993, June 28, 1993. So when did Jimmy Fallon first become famous? When did uh, PR and SNL? Yeah, late 90s, I think it was, or early, okay. early 2000s. So, so Gigi Allen faked his death. Then he spent like three years out in the desert and he remade himself and he became Jimmy Fallon. Gigi Allen, Jimmy Fallon, come on. It sounds the same. Do you think it's a little bit of that uh, Bob Zamuda, Andy Kaufman creation where they trade, exactly. they trade off the roles? Yes. They trade off the role of Tony Clifton. No, I, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that Gigi Allen remade himself as Jimmy Fallon. He is in disguise as Jimmy Fallon. He is Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon is Gigi. So Allen. it's like Jay Gats becoming Jay, uh, what is it? Jay, 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 no, Jason Gats becoming Jay Gatsby, like from the Great yeah, Gatsby. Yeah, I forget. Yes, exactly. Uh, anyway, those of you don't know, look up Gigi Allen. He was the craziest musician ever. Crazy. Certainly, certainly crazy the most the most fe- maniac. Most fecal covered. Oh, yeah, out of All right, so the whole point, where does this go on the... On the- oh, yeah, where does this go on the scale? So I, I looked at past topics where we talked about uh, gossip, and here's what I came up with. This is uh, 61% of the Alaria Baldwin uh, melee. God, I can't believe we talked about because, that. Yeah, you're right. Well, that actually, see, that actually is interesting. That actually is a story that I feel is worth telling. The faking that she's Italian or uh, Spanish or whatever... You know, that actually, I think, I mean, I'm not interested, but I, I, it seems, that doesn't make sense. I'm not particularly interested, but there's a story here worth telling. There's no story I feel worth telling about Adam Levine and texting women and maybe cheating on his wife. It's, it's a, a, heard a billion times before. So 61% of Larry Baldwin, but it's 107% of Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard, oh, which I actually think Christ, that's right. in some ways is a little less interesting. I mean, it became interesting just of everything that accrued to it. And of course, the accusation that she pooed in her bed. But it was it was a bigger deal about a thing that was not much bigger than this yeah, story. That was, you know a, what I mean? it was a civil court case, so that wasn't nothing, you know what I mean? It wasn't nothing, and it just got so huge. But when you really strip away, it was it was barely any more consequential a story than Adam Levine's story. Cats, Noah. Cats. This is like the movie Cats. Cats, the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. boiling it down to the most simplest 
uh, extract that you can positively if you use something to dry a half filled glass you leave it out overnight the white film that forms on the inside you, you're, you're wrong about that if you recall I'm the one person who liked Cats oh no it's a bunch of people like so, Cats I'm saying what I, Cats was a Cats was a fiasco I'm not taking away from the people who enjoyed it I'm, I'm happy that you enjoyed it I'm happy that other people did but I'm saying it was it was. A, I'm not particularly happy that I enjoyed it it was a it, fiasco okay. based on like you know all the, 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 the rumors of the CGI buttholes and sort of how weird a lot of it came out and how it sort of toned all over the place and how it just was not the kind of thing that was set up to transform into a movie. But the fact that we had so much fun, we went out on it, you know, we, we ate lunch off that thing for, for, you know, I mean, people still talk about it, but it was a really, that was uh, Christmas of 2019 over to January 20, if I recall, when that movie came out. Again, it's it's a thing that becomes this. Oh, everybody can get behind this multi-million dollar movie. No one lost their job over it. It was filled with famous people. Idris Elba is just fine. Nobody cares about Rebel Wilson's career. Like they, they it was a movie for them, and they go on about their business. And that's this is just Adam Levine's right. going to put out some you know songs in the key of Greece. But but but, but but see, here's a difference. Whether you liked cats or hated cats, teams of hundreds of people slaved away at cats. Whether you think their effort was successful artistically, there was there was a there was something to cats. It was a big project, right? This is nothing. This is nothing. This is one jerk off sitting on his couch sending texts to women he thinks are attractive. It is the most uncon it is the most inconsequential story I can imagine. I mean, what's next? Adam Levine, you know, takes a piss and you, that becomes like a what a, you're disregarding. Casually and very hurtfully, I might add to Adam Levine, are okay. the thousands of acres of crypto servers chugging overnight to make Adam <laughs> Levine a reality, and all right. of all of the under the three, to three D print Adam Levine, all of yeah. the underpaid uh, CGI renderers in in <laughs> Bangalore and uh, Montreal who were working yeah. day and night ununionized to realize the Adam Levine project for so, it. See, it, it is, right. it is a it's a gestalt effort by thousands. Right. It's hard to make those tattoos appear on on his body. It seems like moving footage. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's do we have fuck are we going to do another Adam Levine episode in 5 years? Do we oh, have I to? I hope so. And let's let's see if we can I I, so. come back here when, in 5 when, years, guys. I hope it's more interesting than this. I hope it's like Adam Levine converts to like Zoroastrianism and is, you know, becoming an evangelist for that religion. I th- I hope it's something that actually feels like worth talking about and not like Adam Levine rubs his feet with a pumice stone. My like prediction is that Adam Levine years. is going to get the Fields Medal for mathematical achievement, which they only give out every five yes. years, if you know. You never know. You never yeah. know. Someone's got to get it. Why not Adam Levine? All right, guys. Uh, if you'd like to find past episodes of this podcast, look on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tweet to us at Show. Write to us, Bill. Don't get it at gmail.com. Review us on the aggregators because more traffic in that regard is what uh, gets us regarded by the... Um, uh, algorithm, as it were. So I am on. Were. I'm on Twitter at William Scurry. I am flogging a video essay at the moment. Uh, my American Caesar Salad essay series about film topics. I did a deep dive on a guy named Alex Van Warmerdam, who's a Dutch product. Uh, few English language people know about him, but I managed to sit down and talk to the guy, and I made a video about him. Ten film uh, oeuvre. Uh, that is. Uh, you'll find me flogging that on Twitter and uh, my. All that YouTube stuff, the great YouTube uh, succulents that I offer the world is on youtube.com slash amcaesar. And uh, Noah, I would like to give a shout out to one of our A number one super fans, Miss uh, uh, 
Ann Sussman, who always tells me she uh, enjoys the show when when I see her in public. Really? Yeah, I just I didn't know she was a listener. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I that. you know what? I mean, she. I haven't talked to her in many years. I know she is. I haven't talked to her in, many in the years. last couple of years. I mean, I saw her because I was in New York and we, we hung out okay. for one night. And also, she's going through a really tough time right now. I just wanted to send love to Ann Sussman because she experienced okay. a a grievous loss in the family, and uh, uh, we really appreciate oh. you as a person, Ann. And if you're listening, I'm just saying. And also, that's 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 too bad. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Anyway, Take no, care what, what about you, buddy? Uh, check out BigQuizThing.com, the Big Quiz Thing, your ultimate source for custom and private trivia entertainment nationwide. And uh, we're booking, uh, we're starting a book for the holidays, starting to fill up December, so make it happen. We have the world's greatest live Quizmaster team, the world's greatest live trivia content, in person and virtually, coast to coast. Go to BigQuizThing.com, learn all about it. Uh, Sign up for a free consultation, take our sample quiz, and uh, make all your trivia dreams come true. Okay, everybody. So until our next Adam Levine episode, coming next week, we we don't don't get it. it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2022.